Welcome back to another week of the AMB Podcast. It's your boy, Young Tamarack. And like a British sprinter, we got London on the track. And I'm here with some good people because my people are never not good. Let them know what it is, Stair. Yeah, what's good, my people? I'm back on the mic. It's Stair from the AMB Podcast. The A from the AMB Podcast. The finesse fella. That nigga down the stairs, to the left, to the right, down, and back around the corner. That guy right over there. What's good, everybody? I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be on. And I'm so, so happy to finally have this guest on the podcast. Yes, indeed. Finally. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. And um, like we were saying, uh, you know, we got some good people here with us. So this week, you know, we're bringing y'all uh, Cam London. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, in the past, we had uh, a live episode that we did for Art Undiscovered. And we actually had a few moments to sit down uh, and speak with Cam. And uh, we always said that we were going to do another interview uh, whenever we got a chance. Uh, so it's something that we've been pushing for and striving for, and we finally got her here. So let's all just clap it up for the sake of just of just being able to get Cam here today. This Yay! Is great. This, is, this is great. This is great. Um, so of course, we always check in with everybody and see how everybody's as week has been. Uh, so ladies first, naturally, Cam, how have you been uh, as of late? Yes. Hello, beautiful people. It's your girl, Cam London. We coming through with y'all tonight oh, she coming with, with some energy. strong energy. We're going to turn up mm-hmm. tonight, okay? Yeah. As much as we yeah. can individually, <laughs> but together. But uh, my week's been... My week has is always hectic, I swear. I always say my life is a love and hip-hop scene, right? Because it's just wow. always so much going on at all wow. times. Just yeah. when something ends, something else just starts right back up. So this week has been all about, um, for one, graduating school, graduating the semester. Well, I think you would spend... This this ain't been those crystal stare. So it's been a long time coming and I'm really happy. Um, And I ended it off on the Dean's list. So that was super exciting. I ain't never made, I never made. Me neither. (laughs) Me neither. It's because we had to do it in the pandemic. So I had no distractions. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. So that's been going on also um, just about a week ago. I shot a promo video for the EP that um, that I'll be dropping soon called Maintenance Required. So I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited just to show people because like it's not like the usual just throw on something sexy and mm-hmm. say, you know what I mean? Like I'm literally thinking this out and intentionally creating a storyline around what this project is going to be about. So I can't wait to show people. But it's just been a hassle because unfortunately... I ran into some issues with my videographer and I just, it was for, it was so bad. Like I almost lost all of my work, but the favor of God is on my life. So I got Amen. it and we're in motion. Right. There you go. <laughs> that does sound like a lot in a week. I'm not going to lie. So it does. And, and it I does. didn't even mention everything. <laughs> oh man. Damn. Well, I mean, shit. Well, first of all, congratulations on on finishing out school and finishing strong too. Like you said, making the dean's list. Um, like Thank like you. I said, I ain't never I ain't never made the dean's list. Um, definitely because of like lack of like applying myself. Uh, so I mean, I'm sure if I would have like like you said, you had the time to sit down and really just lock in and focus and knock it out. But again, big yep. ups to you, um, Alistair. What about you, man? How you how you been? Uh, my week was pretty chill. I was in the crib. This was the first week. That I'm getting back to be active again. I went up to Argyle yeah. on Memorial Day weekend. I mean, the Monday. And I was running routes. Put the, put the cleats on. Because I got brand new cleats. I didn't get to wear them. So I was like... Who, who you run? What do you play? Uh, I mean, recreationally, football. But oh, uh, cool. I just track. 
He's a former, he's being modest. He's a former D1 track athlete. So, I mean, wow. Let's, let's, let's get it out the way now so everybody can <laughs> you, know. You look like a track runner. Now oh, I'm looking thanks, at thanks, you. Thanks. But, um, <laughs> no, I was just really just ghost, like by myself, sprinting, like, uh, post, uh. I was doing reverses. I was doing the head nod to Wayne, like, yo, Wayne, I got you. Right, yeah, man. just getting it in. Getting it in. And then, uh, today I ran three miles. Wasn't as fast as I was expecting it to be, but I'm way out of shape, so it's a journey to get back into somewhat of shape in Corona. Hey, you just had a baby. Give yourself some time. I was about to say, to you, you, a, you, you a dad. You developing dad body, baby. Nah, nah, nah. Right. Let, it, let it come. Let it come. Right now. <laughs> let it consume you. Um, And then at home, what's happening? I went full nerd this week. Uh, I've been mm. playing Yu-Gi-Oh! on my Xbox. Uh, mm. I put Kayla on the Game of Thrones. And I started a new anime, so you know, full nerd, full nerd. Yeah, no, wow. that's, that's definitely that's definitely nerd totally now. Nerd. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh, uh, man, shit. As for me, you know me, man. My weeks be be the same. The only thing that's really changed is that I got back, like you said, got back to working out. I took like a month off of like running regularly because I uh, kind of fucked up my knee running on like the, the pavement. Uh, so I you play lacrosse, to, uh, don't you, Brace? <laughs> uh, is it is it because no, I don't play lacrosse. <laughs> Is it because my name is Bryce? Is, is it? <laughs> it's definitely a mixture. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't actually. What's crazy is my, my parents tried to get me into lacrosse too. I was like, man, why only white people play that shit? I, don't, I ain't trying to play lacrosse. Oh, wow. In hindsight, I probably should have played though. But um, that's what the scholarships are. Exactly, but it is what it is. Now I finished school, so I mean, I got the debt already. It is what it is. Oh, Bryce, you, uh, you were in a music video this week, bro. Right. Oh, that's you, Corey. Oh, <laughs> you're right. So I definitely forgot about that. So uh, my homie Jay Black, he does uh, he does skits and he does dancing. Um, so for the more um, for the Jagged Edge 112 battle, he wanted us to to put together like a video, like just to kind of show that we hype for it. So like we put together this like uh, this quick video um, where we do a little bit of choreography that I kind of like. We kind of stole a little bit from the video, and then I kind of like you know because I'm a dancing king. You know what I'm saying? I gave everybody hey. the steps. I was like. Eh. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, okay, so so everybody picked it up. We did that, and then I edited the video real quick and put it out. And um, the versus page actually uh, liked the uh, the uh, the video that we put out. So oh wow! It was, uh, That's yeah, yeah, awesome. it, was, it was it was it was pretty cool to see. Uh, people were actually you know enjoying or like getting getting the laugh about like something that I, we created or like that I don't want to say I created, but like that we created as a group. So um, I think that, um. I think that's something that uh you might see a couple more videos of that actually. So um, stay tuned. Um. But other than that, man, the only other major thing I want to talk about is how I ran my mile this week in uh, seven minutes and, and 34 seconds. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's been a month. You know what I'm saying? My legs is actually real fucked up after doing it. Uh, so <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I was definitely I was definitely excited to do that. And uh, just excited to get back to, to doing physical activity, man. Because I, I like being active. That's just, like, a real big part of me and, and, and the person the that I am. So, this whole corona thing. In the house. This whole, yeah, this whole corona thing really threw that off. I, I like I like playing flag football with Alice there and, and all that other type of shit. So, um, but, um, man, this was actually a, a really smooth, uh, um, I guess, going over everybody's week intro uh, yeah. yeah for sure uh but uh alistair man can you hook us up with the uh the top five this week top five top five top five most definitely uh as a result of our guest this week we're gonna do top five women in rap today top five women in rap this could be a personal list or you oh, is that just juice people. is that just juice cam this is actually Seamoss Lemonade, and it is delicious. Seamoss never been made so good. Fancy wow. as hell. 
Wow. I'm so glad you Bougetto. <laughs> Bougetto. <I'm... laughs> but um, yeah, Alistair, you said top five for this week is? Top five women in rap of today. Like the modern women. At Not like back moment. in the day. Like, oh yeah, Mary J. Blige. I mean, <laughs> great, but let's, let's try to do the modern women of today. Give them a shout out. Oh wait, like of like just music in general or rap? Rap. Okay, all right. Who well, I was about to say because I only have rap. That well, makes it either way would be super list. hard. Um, anybody want to go first? Uh, I'll jump out with a list. I'll jump out with a list. Go for uh, it. You know, I'm mind written down in the pre-production. Um, off top, I gotta put Rhapsody out there. I gotta put Rico Nasty from Around the Way. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. gotta put Young Ma. I'm gonna put JT from the City Girls. What is that four? Yeah, you need one more. And last but not least, I'm put Beyonce. Because Beyonce don't rap much. But when she do, she marks the track. Think about <laughs> it. Think about it. You know what, man? I'm not even mad at that, bro. I'm, I'm not, not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> not after uh, the Savage remix. That's what well, I'm even, saying. Like, even before the Savage remix, I mean, I'm sure y'all heard the album that, uh, that her and Jay-Z did together. They got the song Nice on there, and Beyonce is low-key kind of flowing on that. So. She is. She did. And the thing is, I'm not even like, oh, she didn't write it. It doesn't matter. She performed the shit out of that job. No, you, I mean, you still got to deliver it. Don't get it twisted. Right. I mean, right. it's a true skill to be able to write music. Don't don't get it wrong. But I mean, the reason why there's people who write it and there's people who deliver it is because somebody can't do the other thing. Exactly. So, like, like, just especially when people were knocking Drake, like, for the whole ghostwriting thing. But, like, nobody delivering it like Drake did. So. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what I was thinking about when I yeah. went there. Somebody let me hear, like, a track that Drake did. No, that he did, but then the songwriter did it as well as a reference right. track. It and it was hit, not it the, same. the same. It and don't hit the, the same. And this is the thing. When you make it on that level of artistry, you don't have the time to write all of your music or you won't be able to produce at a at a rhythm that's going to, mm-hmm. you know, be, you know, just help you with being successful. It's just not yeah. going to happen. Nah, I definitely feel that. And I feel like a lot of people don't even look at it from that perspective. They're just kind of just like, oh, you're supposed to make music. You're supposed to write it. Like, what you doing? Like, and I'm just like, bro, like, there's so many things that go into being an artist or or just not even just with anything in life. There's just so many layers to like to so many things that it's just so like, many bro, you can't sit here and make a blanket statement like that just based off of something that you find out about Drake. But to continue, um, Cam, you can go next uh, with, with your list. Okay, so let me first say I am a total Uh weirdo because even though I am a female rapper, I guess, I I really consider myself a music artist, period. I don't really be like, oh, I'm a rapper. Don't tell me you don't listen to female artists. (laughs) I I listen to plenty of female artists, but rapping, Mm -hmm. because because it is a sport for me, Mm -hmm. you got to impress me. I'm not going to lie. So, um... With that being said, I don't listen to a lot of female rap. But if I'm going to put someone at number one, mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with Doja Cat. Mm. And I'm going to start I off like with Doja. I'm going to start off with Doja because of the creativity of her, her lyricism. Yes, she does do a lot of singing, you know, melodic tones as well. But it's a lot of like kind of like, got a rappy delivery that happens as well on her tracks. And it's, it's an awesome blend. I think that she's a great, you know, representation for what the artistry is supposed to look like. You know what I mean? It's not all black and white. And I, I love that about her. Um, number two, 
I'm going to take yours. And I'll definitely say Rico Nasty. Rico! So <laughs> it's so funny because when I first heard Rico, I'm like, what the f- is this? Yeah. Right? But after a while, I'm like, yo, it's the energy. Mm-hmm. Flat out, it's the energy. It's the energy. It's the I don't give a fuck that I just hear without her saying, like, yep. you know, it's the style, the art, you know, that's a part of artistry as well. It's not all just lyricism. So, so I definitely, you know, she, when I go work and do my rap work, I listen to Rico Nasty. Like, if I got a photo shoot on set for my promo, we was listening to Rico Nasty. So, definitely love her. Um, who was I going to say next? It definitely wasn't going to be Little Ma or GT. JT. She said GT. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was not going to be that. Um, Were you not impressed oh, yeah, by Young so, M.A.? Sorry to cut you off. No? I'm not impressed by her. I expect so she, much you call her Stephanie. I call her Stephanie. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I started saying it, too, since they decided to play it 20 times a day on the radio. However, yeah. I don't think, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed with her, young M.A., because she doesn't have the pressure that us other female rappers have because she don't have to get a, a full lace wig and and have boy, a, tell him. be interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she gets to chill and be herself and all she has to worry about is the, is the, the lyrics part. in the song. So it should be crazy then is what you're saying. Yeah. It should be crazy. So yeah. when she blew up off the ooh, it's like, oh, what's your next hit? It's going to be as big as ooh. It's hard to top that. But I mean, even so, no, nah, Cam Cam makes a valid point. I wouldn't, I never even was thinking about that. I was just like, okay, well, she's, I mean, she's a female that raps. But like, like she said, you don't got to think about any of that that other. It's like waking up like in the morning and like brushing your teeth and washing your face and like, all right, rap. And rapping. Like, Boom. That's Me? it. That's it. You Maybe know, they, in just in case between, they do rap. pictures. Right. Just in case they do pictures. I got to do my contour possibly. You know what I mean? Got to make sure my hair. Like you don't have to worry about none of that. So, you know, I was a little surprised that she wasn't producing at a faster rate. Like, you, when you come out with, you know, I mean, you know when it, what was it called? I don't know what the song was called, but that was a lit song. We was all yeah, on it. Cool. So yeah. you got to come out fast. Not to say it has to top it, but you has, have to show that gotta you're... Be close. Right. It got to be close. You got to show us that quality and show us that you can produce. What out? So the, I will put my girl, Megan, at number three. Okay. And I'll put Megan at number three just because she's on a roll. Point blank period. She's on a roll. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really she gotta be mess. Feature. She's 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 lit. Right, but I don't really mess with her rapping. Like I'd be like Thank you. Thank you. Like I think she can rap. I just feel like it's more the look, the character, the person that everyone's fucking with. And That's exactly what I fuck with. The look in the character. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. her rapping, it's a like look, a man. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not it's not gonna last, I'm gonna tell you. So I'm hoping that I'm 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 interested to see what she's gonna latch on to next. next. Because rapping doesn't last for anybody. The music game, period. It's not that kind of game. It's a short-lived sport, just like, you know, anything else, basketball, football, whatever, whatever. You know, you have your time when you're in your prime, but then you move on. But she, but then you have rappers like Drake, who his talent is a little timeless. It's not a style or fashion. You know what I mean? So I don't think she has that. She doesn't have that. So I'm hoping she's going to do a savage clothing line and we'll still love her, but 
this mm-hmm. rapping thing is it's not thing, but I'm gonna give it to her though because yeah, I'll give it to her. Okay. Um. This is four. Yeah, this is, yeah. she's on number four now. I'm on number four. Yeah. I know my. I'm sorry, my list is taking all day. <laughs> nah, I mean it's cool. I like the details. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So, any ideas? <laughs> uh, are you a Barb? Um, I'm not a Barb. I'm a Stan. Okay. I'm a Stan. Meaning, I it's these. I I get her, and I respect her. But mm-hmm. it's a certain level of disappointment. Y- y'all seen Stan? Y'all y'all not? Y- yeah. Y'all know what's yeah, up, right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm verse three of Stan. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Like where where you at? Where you at with? Yeah. Because honestly, I do believe that Nicki Minaj has the talent and the lyricism. Granted, the variety now her, now she her lyricism did change and alter so that she could fit other genres. You know that has to happen when you're mm-hmm. on your way to the top. But sure. if you are a real Nicki fan and you've listened to her old work, like and some her new work as well you realize that Nikki actually has a talent. She's just, I think she tries too hard to impress some cultures or some audiences that's really not hers. I think she fell in love with being that number one on Billboard. I'm charting them this. So I feel like once she fell in love with that, she wasn't really in love with the craft of, to promote her actual skill in rapping. I mean, I ain't gonna I lie, totally bro. I agree with that. I fuck with pills and potions, and I think Nicki Minaj. I think I heard her say that's like her. She hates that song. So I mean, <laughs> but I mean, it's not really, really? like a, like. I fuck with pills and potions, man. I fuck with pills and potions. I'm not I, gonna me lie. too. Yeah, but um, me too. yeah, I feel like, like you said, I feel like she's. I don't even know where her headspace is at, like right now. I feel like she's in a space where she felt like, okay, I'm like, I'm the shit, and then people like you know, Cardi B came along and it's just like, okay, well now I got to prove to y'all motherfuckers again that like, I've been doing this shit, but I feel like she didn't even have to. I feel like Nikki could have just been like, you know what, man, like Cardi B, if you want to, if you want to step in here and try and try to, and try to do what I've already done, then I mean, be my like, guest. Yes. But she kind of was like, really just like popping off about like her and it just, it didn't need to be that way. It should have been like, they should have been like really fucking with each other. Cause they both, you know, New Yorkers and all that too. So, but Hey. So true. It's funny because Nikki treated Cardi the same way that Kim treated Kim her. Kim treated Nikki, right. And, I, and I'm not saying that to say that Kim was all wrong for how she treated Nikki, or, but what I am saying is all I think Kim was wanting was the homage. It's the thing. It's not, it's, it's, no, you shouldn't be thinking like, oh, no, don't, you can't take my spot. But when you come up after somebody, it's a certain way that you still pay homage. You don't just walk up in this motherfucker like you own the place. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't have that kind of attitude. Granted, I don't know if that was Cardi's attitude, but I do remember that being what little Kim was saying. And I honestly feel like that's what Nikki feels deep down inside. She just didn't go about it right. You know what right I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to fight for a spot if it's yours. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce is timeless because she doesn't compete. She only competes with herself. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she could have went about it better, but I still have to give her that spot over Cardi because I just feel like it's more talent there. With Cardi, it's just like with the uh, Megan Stallion thing. We fuck with her. Not necessarily her talent. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Me personally, I fuck with, I, I fuck with her bravery. But her 
dialogue and it it really throws me off. It throws me off. She's come a long way though in terms of like uh like her delivery as a rapper because I feel like initially like early on it wasn't like it really wasn't that. Um, so I mean, but I feel like if you spend enough time doing something, especially like rapping, you should start to pick up like a, yes. a flow. But I mean, I guess it depends on who you are. But yeah, I, I think Cardi B. I mean, she came a long way, especially. I think she did too. Like just, yeah, I think so. she absolutely came a long way for sure. But I'm just, I'm just choosing Nikki's hard course, like real talent over the delivery that you grew over time. Because Nikki, when she came in. She it was already hard. it was already like she was that. already ready she yeah. was already ready and so then i'll make my last one easy i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna give it to beyonce you know i liked it so i'm wow. gonna just stick with it wow 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 okay yeah all good lists man all good lists i feel like i'm i'm gonna piggyback a little bit off uh off everybody's list um for one and not in any particular order um i definitely i, I fuck with doja cat i'm not gonna lie um, I feel like she's she's super talented. And I was having a discussion not too long ago with some people. They were like, yo, Mega, Mega or Doja Cat. And I was like, bro, Doja Cat, bro. Like, Doja. Like, yo, she she makes like, if you listen to her last album, Hot Pink, bro, none of the songs sound alike. Like, all the songs are different. And I'm just like, bro, how's one person making so much different music? So she's right. extremely talented. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more of her, her mishaps and the issues with her later on. But <laughs> uh, yeah, Doja Cat, um, Rico Nasty, you got to support the home team. Wasn't really fucking with her at first when that iCarly joint dropped. I was kind of just like, eh, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, but then, you know, she grew on me. I heard a couple other things. And like Cam said, like her energy, she has like that little Uzi kind of like, like, yeah, man, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Like, ah, like fuck everybody. <laughs> so like, yeah, I definitely fuck with that. Um, who else? Uh, no Name, um, out of Chicago. Uh, the first time I ever heard her was like on a Chance Project. And I was like, yo, show you can kind of flow. So you can kind of flow. I think her no her name initially was like no name gypsy or something like that. And she just went to to no name. So Oh, uh, I gotta check her out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's a song called Casket Pretty. Uh that it's a, it's an older song, but it's it's pretty good. Um it's like about like the the violence in Chicago, but like she did it very uh eloquently. Um mm. let me refer to the rest of my list. Um of course I'm gonna have to put Meg on there. Um just because, you know. It's <laughs> my baby, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't, ain't, no, ain't no other way to put it, you know what I mean? So, you know, Meg on the list for sure. Um, like you kind of said, though, Cam, I feel like she kind of really only does it one way in terms of making the music. It's kind of just like, eh, and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, <laughs> you know, so like, that's like, a, there's, nothing the wrong eh. with that. there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I like the eh, you know what I'm saying? But that's just kind of her <laughs> thing. Um and uh, to to cap it all off, uh, I'm gonna go with a local homie, my homegirl Autumn Labella. Um, I think she's a she's a super talented artist. She uh, she sings and she raps uh, and plays uh, the drums too. So um, mm. big ups to Autumn, super talented. Great um, life. If you get a chance, check her out. Uh, she makes really she makes really dope music. Uh, so that would Autumn be... Labella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That would be the, uh, the conclusion of of my list. Um, and so from there, I feel like we could, we can jump straight into Cam London, you, the person, the artist, the mystery. We finally here. We got the interview. <laughs> I don't even know where I want to begin. I guess, well, I want to begin with, with something that I saw and I need to just, I need to actually read it to make sure I, I heard it. The, the damn, see, maybe I'm going too deep. Actually, no, no, no. Let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. So who is Cam London? 
You can't you can't ask that general question. What you? I mean, you can, you can pick any angle you want to attack it from. I'm you can tell us. There's so many layers. Oh, layers. okay, 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 okay. Um, but I guess I can start with um, my passion behind doing music. So I actually come from a musical family. Um, my dad was a gospel singer for mm. you know the majority of my life. And um, my grandmom sang opera. My, I also have a brother who is a phenomenal musician. I mean, he can sing, write, produce, play every act, instrument. Like, he is totally a musical phenomenon. He's um, worked with different artists like Stevie Wonder and Nas. He wrote 10 songs for Empire and everything. Like, lit. Oh, damn. Lit, you really got placements? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his name is CJ Hilton, by the way. But he's super dope. So, um when I was, you know, as a kid, my, between my brother and my father, always playing, you know, keyboard, drums, this, I could barely hear the TV. So at some point in my, like, I literally was probably like five when I started just singing and rap, singing and writing to it. I wasn't rapping yet. But one day, um, my brother usually sang on my dad's track. He came home rapping and I was like, whoa, what's that? That's different. Switch now. up. Yeah. Right. I'm like, now the singing wasn't really working for me, but I might be able to do that. So yeah. I started writing my raps to it. So I was in the fourth grade and one time I wrote a rap and my sister's like, yo, that's so dope. You got to show daddy. You got to let him hear it. I let him hear it. He was like, all right, you going to drop that in the studio. And I was like, wait, for real? Oh, the God. <laughs> Am I? So I thought he was kidding, but I got, when I was in my class, fourth grade, over the intercom, they told me come to the office. He was there. He said we were going to the studio. So granted, oh, I, we, that's for real, they like doubled and tripled my voice because it was so little. Little bit. But, yeah. you know, when I look back, I'd be like, all right, but she was still, your lyricism was still on point. Like, you had that. So I'm like, yes. Um, so I started out rapping on my dad's, my dad's songs as a gospel rapper initially, really. But mm-hmm. um, as I got older, I just wanted to rap about what I wanted to rap about, not necessarily anything specific. So if that means that I rap about how I'm feeling, you know, my spiritual connection to God or about the nigga I was talking to last night, I just wanted to be able to rap about anything. You gotta be diverse. So, you gotta be diverse. Right. So, Or I'm not relatable. If I'm not diverse, I'm not relatable. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so I would rap. Um, I was hooking up. I would be freestyling in school. When I was, by the time I got to high school, we had a homeboy who was engineering and we would be writing, um, writing and recording and all of those things. But it's just something that I have never let go of. Wow. So for one, to go back to part of the story, your father hearing you rap and saying, especially like, I don't know how your first rap was. I don't know if it was a gospel rap or if it was like something that was just like, I guess considered secular, but for him to sit there and be like, Hmm, you know what? Instead of, you know, shying my daughter away from, from this thing, I'm actually going to foster it and try to have her take it to another place or at least get her to see if it's something that she truly likes or wants to do. And I feel like a lot of, not all parents really do that. I feel like sometimes if something comes across and it may shock, you know, a parent, they're like, well, nope, we can't have, can't have little Timmy doing that anymore. And then, you know, kids are trying to sneak around to, to make music. And I mean, I've heard plenty of stories of, you know, kids, you know, their parents find like their rhyme book and they're just like, whoa, like, I can't believe you're writing these things in this book or like, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's truly dope to see that like your, your, your pops embrace that and put you in a studio. Not a lot of people get, you know, 
studio access until like they get old enough to, you know, pay to be in a studio. So like, that's dope. I think that's super cool. It's so crazy because my dad actually wasn't the person who just like embraced and supported us and whatever we wanted mm. to do. Cause I was actually a basketball player too. At the time, you know, my dad wouldn't come to my games. Not necessarily. He didn't want to, he was just invested into his own thing. So yeah. when he said he was taking me in the studio, it was big. I was like, Whoa, like, and it wasn't like, he was like, Oh, great job, daughter. I'm going to support you. He he didn't even say like it was good. He just said, you're going to lay that in the studio. So I just feel like it was like almost God's divine wish. I was about to say, something touched him. Something touched him. You know, right. So, you know, he he fostered my brother more so in the music game. I just picked it up. I just picked up the overflow, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that was awesome. But and I did wind up getting to a place where I was sneaking around doing my secular music. music but. Yeah, yeah, I figured as much. I mean, it, it, it's just that's just how it goes, man. Like, right. I just like even me. Well, I, I don't make music, but like I used to like sing in the choir. You know what I mean? And my grandma would always be like, you know, like if you're gonna if you're gonna sing, you know what I mean? It's gotta be for the Lord. So I was just like, <laughs> well, well, all right, I guess I got no choice. And then you know, as I got older, you know, I got friends, you know, that that make music, and then I got like even some of the people I worked on the video with, you know, that that make music. But I feel like. As long as, you know, you're doing, you're not, I guess, you're not bringing dishonor to, like, anybody or anything by making music that, you know, that that you want to make, you know? As long as it's, as long as it's good music, you know? And as long as you're doing your thing right. and you're enjoying yourself, so. Right, because when that mic turns off, he already know who I am. Right. So, I'm, it's not like, granted, I'm not the rapper who'd be like... I do a trick, turn around, stick the dick. Like that's not me. So I was hoping you rhymed too when you did like your your like fake bar. So I'm I'm thank you. I appreciate I appreciate that. I, appreciate I was that. like, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's so never maybe, been me. So yeah. come out and be like, try to actually start claiming the fact that you're a rapper. We said, when am I going to? No, I said, when did you start doing that? Like, cause you said oh. fourth grade. So like, when did you like start telling people to share your music? The first time I remember, like, rapping for, like, my peers, I was in the fifth grade. So it was that next year where I was, like, you know, I was, like, doing little, like, freestyle raps or whatever with my friends. But I still wasn't as bold. I'm tell- It's crazy because I feel like it's uh, within this past year I have gained mm-hmm. a whole nother boldness. In this past month, I have gained a whole nother level of confidence. So, oh, you know. You. You know, it really is. It's you have to have a level of carriage that's phenomenal for you to really be able to sustain in a musical realm. You know, if you notice, that's why people be like, oh, my gosh, this new music is trash. It's because no matter what you sound like, if you confident when you delivering it to people, people gonna fuck with it because we fuck, fuck with it. things that are genuine and real. You know what I mean? So we can feel so. That's just what it is. Retweet, retweet, man. Mm-hmm. Nothing like authentic music. Like for sure, like for real, because I mean, yeah. I'm trying to even think of like some of the rappers that I listen to that that ain't like, for example, Young Dolph ain't the best rapper. Right. But like when he get in the booth, you just like, yo, this nigga really he talking his shit like right. he really believe everything he's saying. So like I feel like if you don't have that confidence coming across in the booth, you you're pretty much wasting your time. You wasting my time. You know what I mean? You wasting the engineer's time. So that's probably why I ain't a rapper right now, because I feel like people don't believe me when I rap. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's definitely moments on the trek where I'd be like, all right, stop it. Did you believe that? Like, <laughs> 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 like, 
Like I gotta ask my engineer, like, did you believe that? Because it is moments. Yeah. You know, I know people always like you can need to rap about what you know or what you're familiar with. And I think that's so true. And then there's yeah. other times where it's like people don't always rap about what they've experienced. Sometimes I'm rapping about what I feel like I'm going to experience in the future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I believe that writing, period, allows you to do that. When people write a book, it's not always it's nonfiction and it's fiction. You know what I mean? So it's a mixture, but that confidence levels it out. That's cr- I mean, and now that you mentioned the nonfiction and the fiction thing with books, I feel like that's we don't apply that to music though for some reason you know because when you find out that like for example there's been a lot of talk about rappers being like snitches or or being you know fake and not and not about it but like i don't understand i guess maybe because there's a culture around hip-hop of like okay if you're a rapper like you need to really be about everything that you say like you can't you can't utter a word that you haven't done or you haven't seen or you haven't sniffed whatever the whatever the the adjective or verb is for 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 inexperience you can't you can't speak about that do you feel like that that's the case or like you should be able to you feel like you can rap about whatever you want or say whatever you want i believe that the core of your artistry should be what's genuine and resonates with who you are originally for real but i do believe that it's a big part of artistry is being able to take your authentic self and and combine that with other parts of you, who you want to be, people, you know, things that you've thought about. We all have our selves that we are, but then you have the, the you in your mind, you know what I mean? You have the you that you've thought about in decline. You know, you have to be all of those people. And I don't think it's nothing wrong with, with rapping about some things that you may have not experienced. Because I might say, you know, that I was shooting niggas up on the block because at one point in time, I was really that mad and wanted to. You know what I mean? I, you know, I think it's okay. I was going to say, at one point in time, I was really out shooting niggas on the block. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Cam, let me ask you this. Um, you know, being that, um, and I don't even want to really use this term, but being that it's a, a man's world, uh, especially even in like hip hop. I'm not even going to finish the rest of the sentence. What? What's the... Cause it'd be nothing, know. nothing. Keep going. I, th- I, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Without a woman or a girl, mm. you know that's mm. the whole. That's the whole bar. So let's say I did know that was the whole bar for right now, right? Um, but um <laughs> yeah uh, considering that this is a man's world, like you said, but it's nothing without a woman. Do you feel like? A lot of people front on female rappers or whenever they hear that, oh, yeah, you're a rapper. Oh, absolutely. We have to fight 10 times harder than the guys do. 10 times harder. But it's not because of the guy rappers. It's the expectations of the audience. Like, everyone's expectation for a woman is either 10 times higher or 10 times lower. So if... I'm not speaking good shit. You, you know, if I'm speaking all right, you know, if I'm spitting all right, then it's not really taken for as heavy as if the, a man could say the same thing I said. It's not taken in the same, with the same value. Right. And then if I am speaking hot shit, you feel me? You just looking at my ass. So, or mm-hmm. the, my teeth. Like, <laughs> you know, we, yeah. women cannot even be accepted until our external has been processed. So it doesn't necessarily mean that I am the regular, you know, Kim Kardashian, but we, we process Lizzo's 
physicality before we even dived into her her talent, I feel like. I didn't know who Lizzo was until I seen her playing a flute on stage. Um, so that mm. was like, yeah. I had, yeah, I literally I didn't know she made like music. Yeah, talent-wise, when I was introduced to Lizzo, I was like, oh shit, this is cool. Then I feel like she took it a, a step too far, that's just me personally. What do you mean she took it a step too far? I feel like she I mean going to the late game with your ass out, I feel like you shouldn't do that. Wow, there's a lot of stuff that happened in between her playing the flute on stage. 100%. And her going up to the Lakers game with like her I ass said, out, I bro. <laughs> I was cool with the flute. I was cool with okay. the performances, the wedding cake, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And yeah. then you came to the Lakers game with your ass out. And I was like, uh. Right. Well, that's, you know, that becomes a whole nother thing as an artist that, you know, you're looked at and you're judged, period. That's what we signed up for. But I just feel like, before I started liking this song, the first thing I thought about when I seen her video was, who's this fat girl? I'm not even going to hold you. Like, it, and not in a simple say, not in a way to say right. there's nothing wrong with her physicality or anything, no. but it was like, hmm, that's way different than what we've been accepting, yeah. you know, on this platform. So I'm like, very true. She was, she's bold, you know what I mean? But because of her boldness, once again, I was able to, you know, people were able to process and move forward and say she's actually kind of talented, you know. So um, with that being said, yes, I think women have to fight so much harder. I think when it, like for me, one of the biggest issues that I had with my videographer is he act like he didn't want to take direction from me. Mm. You know what I mean? And see, not only am I an artist, but I also am into theater and acting. And I've also mm-hmm. taken a course on video and video editing and these things. So mm-hmm. it was almost like he was surprised that I knew the the terminology. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what do you know about, you know, medium shot, wide shot, close up? Like, what do you know about continuity? So we have to fight a lot that's harder. A word, continuity. Yep. <laughs> and actually that's a perfect segue because earlier when we started you were talking about how you ran into some issues with your videographer and you um you almost like lost all your footage um it so it, it, do you can you actually share that story and kind of expand on what happened you know what i will because <laughs> i actually wanted to write a yelp review oh my gosh if wow you she wanted to be a cat so Guys, oh my gosh. So again, so the EP is called Maintenance Required. So we did a whole maintenance type of theme. We were in a garage. Um, I had on a coverall, like I was a maintenance man, head tied up. I had my girl workers in the back and everything. So we were supposed to start shooting at 12. However, there was a huge emergency that came up with me and my family, and I immediately had to give my attention to that. So I had people behind me working that were calling everyone to let them know what was going on, and we had to move the shoot from 12 to 12.45. So not that big of a difference, but we let everybody know in advance. So my videographer said, okay, cool, that's no problem, 12.45, I'm there. So at 1 o'clock, when I called them, I'm like, I'm on my way. Are you already set up and ready to go? He was like, oh, I'm 30 minutes away. So that was my first, like, I already had, it was a lot of people involved in the set because we were acting like, like, this is about to be a movie, okay? But we were acting and everything. I had, like, 30 people on set, and my videographer is not even there to set up. But I'm like, it's okay, because everything always falls to shits before something heavenly bound happens. So it's cool. It always says. So I'm like, cool. But I just didn't like the vibe already because he was like, I'm like, why are you not there? He's like, 
we were supposed to start shooting at 12, so y'all moved it. Right, but you agreed to it. Oh, he was trying to be petty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, what in the world? So whatever. I'm I'm like, you know what? I don't need this today. So when he come, I'm going to still be fresh energy. So when he got there, the first thing, he didn't speak to anybody. He wasn't talking to anybody and all, all of these things. So I want to get into that to say, when you say you want to be a part of this industry, I don't care if you can sing your ass off, rap your ass off, great with the camera you can know that camera inside and out if you don't know how to interact with people with and people. engage with all kinds of people this not for you go get a jump at the giant down the street because you cannot you still got be people giant too. No, you still <laughs> <laughs> but i feel what you're saying though but yeah yeah just say you know what that's crazy because my engineer actually has a part-time job at giant he's great but no so i take that back <laughs> at the safe way okay so i'm just like <laughs> So I'm just like, um, yeah, so that was the first thing that kind of threw my people off. Like, who is he? Like, you know, my my my, um, my manager was trying to talk to him and different things. And, you know, he just act like he wasn't able to talk. So next thing, next thing, he was like, so what am I supposed to be doing? What? I would assume you guys I, had I, like I, a, a discussion about what was, what was going to be taking place prior to... I am... I'm a big communicator. So I literally wrote it out in steps exactly what, what we were doing and what it was and what I needed him to do. You know what I mean? So he made me look crazy to have this late videographer showing up and he don't even know what he's doing. But when he showed up, I had my hair photographer. I had um, two photographers on BTS and I had another videographer that was helping out with um, video BTS behind the mm -hmm. scenes and everything like that. So really, I feel like he was intimidated because he like, got all these niggas with cameras. Some other, like Some other camera niggas in here. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, baby, we on a new level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, you could have used that opportunity to say, it's not all on me. Great. So I'm going to shoot what I'm going to shoot and they, they'll catch the rest. So he was he was real like, taken back with that. Then it was just like, from there, it was just downhill. He wasn't getting the shots that I was expecting him to get. I would, he would get a shot and it would be people in the background. So not only are, so you're not, you're just the nigga with the camera because as a videographer, you gotta be a director too. Everybody uh, get out the scene. Everybody moves over to the right. Need more energy, like, need more energy. Move to the left, move to the right. Yeah, yeah, I know. He had no, no voice. Um, and then he was, he had an attitude. It was like his, he was stank about it. And it was several people who came to me like, I don't like his vibe. I don't like his attitude. And that Dang. just was bad for me because I'm inviting people out and you rubbing them the wrong way. So that's not cool, you know? But I will say everyone else's energy was so big and great, it overshadowed his. Exactly. So it was one of those things where I was like, it's cool, because I'm going to check you after the set and never use you again. So it's cool. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was, wasn't, I'm not just the artist. I'm like, I like directing and stuff too. So I'm in the yeah. back. I'm action. I'm telling people their points. Like I Hands said, I'm on. an actress as well. So I'm like quiet on set. You know what I mean? Back at your one, take action, all of these things. And he just didn't want to work with me. Like one, for instance, one example, I'm like, I'm like, Niles, give me rolling so I can give action because Niles, he was at one spot shooting. So I'm saying, let me know when you're rolling so I can loudly let every, all the actors know when we're, when we're going. Right, action. Start. Yeah. He was like, man, y'all ready to go? 
did I not just tell you to give me rolling? Yeah. And all, nobody he had, all he really has to do is say is rolling film. And then. <laughs> it goes back to what I'm saying. Like he didn't want to take direction from me. But every time my manager or my head photographer told him something, you know what I mean? It was like he was he was receiving it better. So that was just a crazy experience of just having to deal with someone who's not professional. And not I'm okay with dealing with someone who isn't experienced because we can grow together. But right. when you're not humble and you're not giving good energy in that space, you 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 prevent us from being able to progress. And I, you could have taught me some things and I could have taught you some things. things. You're right. You could missed have been that beneficial. Yeah. Yes. How much experience do you have like uh, behind the camera and acting and all that stuff? Because you seem to... So, if you ask, if you ask me, not much. But I have been doing theater. I did theater all through high school. I did theater all through um, my first three years of college. Um, I I did two things. I did two gigs on actual networks. I did. I was on Animal Planet for the um, Super Bowl. We did like this Puppy Bowl commercial. The Puppy, the bowl? puppy bowl. Oh, the yes. Puppy Bowl's lit. <laughs> yes, I did a Puppy. Nah, the Puppy Bowl is lit, man. Yes. Lit. It was cool. It was fun. Um, I also played a detective on um, what's that? Sh- the show that where they talk about the murders of other people in his real life, but they have people acting them out. Um, if I would have got away with it, exactly. So, which what, what network does it come on? That's either ah uh, shit. ID. Identity. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, so I played a detective role on there and played just some background. So um, my, I actually have a cousin who is um, uh, 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 the people that find talent. My brain is total shit. Right Town Scout? <laughs> something like that. Exactly. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she put was able to put me in those roles and different things. So, you know, I've done a couple things. And then once again, you know, I went to school. I took uh, courses on video editing. So I've had... I've had my feet in acting on stage, acting behind camera, um, being behind the camera, rolling the camera, running the set, doing the lights. So I'm like, I know a little bit about a lot for real. So I could have, we could have grew together. We just could have grew together. Every time I turn around, he's sitting down on his phone. Like, bro, get in action. What's going on? Because what I try to explain to my team is this. This is not every, what we all can do for Cam London. Everybody is coming to this with their own talent, skill, and baby. Music is my baby, yes, but videography should be your baby. Your baby. Engineering is your baby. So Mm -hmm. if we all got our babies together, we should be handling this with care. Okay? So by the end of the shoot, I said, you know what, buddy? I'm going to give you your balance, but you don't have to edit the video. Give me all the raw files. Just give me all the raw files, and we'll edit the video ourselves. Like, um, I would have been lit so, if you would have told me that, bro, because I fucking hate editing. I would have been like, eh, let me put my laptop out right <laughs> now and give you this shit. Yeah, he was. He was like that. He was lit about it. Like, okay, cool, you know, and everything. But when I gave him the external drive, he uploaded the files in two different matters. So some things I was able to open up on movie, but it was something else. We had to download another software called To, like, MK. convert it over. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was, it just pissed me off because before we realized we had to download another software to open it, I, I called him like, oh, I can't, I don't have all my files. And he was like, well, I deleted it. I'm like, you're, oh, <laughs> I'm like, you are such a rookie. Who he washed his, his hands of you. He was like, man, 
20 seconds, coronavirus. <laughs> Get out of there. You are a rookie and you delete something that you did in a cup, not even a whole week. It wasn't even a week later. Yeah. It That's was the whole the, reason why you got a big ass hard drive. It's to hold on to all that shit. Exactly. So it was just, I'm just like, this is horrible. I'll never work with you again. Damn. Well, Ken, since you're since you're just a, a well-rounded individual, like you were saying, you know, you you've been behind the camera, you know, you've uh, you, you've acted, you you know, you make music, uh, you know a little bit about videography. But I mean, still at the end of the day, you still have your team and people that you know that you kind of need to fill in some of those roles because I mean, you don't have eight arms. Um, so I mean, I guess talk to the importance of you know having a team behind you uh, in the music industry. Oh my gosh. It's so important. You can't do it without it. I honestly, going back to the writers, right, having a ghostwriter, I was that person at first who was like, man, if you got a ghostwriter, then you ain't no rapper. I feel like, you know, I felt like with a singer, at least it's their voice if they sing somebody else's song. But as Mm -hmm. a rapper, your lyrics are your voice. That's what's my, I thought that for a long time. Mm -hmm. But when we really sat down, because I've done verses, I've done covers, I've done all these things, but I've never put together a full project. And it was mm-hmm. always because I was trying to do it by myself. And it's hard. It's, it's very it's, tough. It's, it's so hard. And yeah. then I finally, I met it with my engineer, love him to death. And the first the first time I got into the studio with them, it was him. It was another guy who we work with as um, far as producing, another singer um, and everything. And I was taken back by how quick we were able to put together a song of quality because we had everybody there chipping in. You know what I mean? So even I would have Keeb Keeb on the side of me and she just, she giving me a melody and a flow. So I put the words there, but that was her flow. You know what I mean? But it just made the process so much better, easier, quicker. And it's better too, because my thing, even though I'm a great artist, I'm only one person. My perspective is only from one brain. My ear is only coming from one body. You know what I hear. So us having different varieties of people being able to chip in and rub elbows with each other, that's how you make something that you know is going to be acceptable to a larger audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, for sure. I feel like, like, like you were saying, I feel like, you know, one thing that we hear artists say all the time or whenever they make music, like, yo, I did it by myself or like I got it on my own. But like in reality, a lot of the time, like, nah, nigga, you didn't really get it all by yourself. <laughs> yeah, you it out. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, who's going to really sit down and be like, yo, shout out to Auntie Gina, Tom, Robert, Michaela. Really? You know, like, and like, Some you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, that, didn't he? <laughs> well, I mean, he did it like he was, he was just naming chicks, but like to like. It just sounds better when you say like, oh yeah, you know, I, you say I got it out the mud, I did it myself, you know what I mean? But like in reality, whether it, whether it be even if you like took the time to put together a whole project by yourself and you made a burnt CD, you had to put it in somebody's hands, you know what I mean? For them to be like, oh, you know, let me take this and pass it to somebody that that I know who, oh who my gosh, and could do something with it. So like in reality, you never really do anything yourself, and it kind of goes back to you saying about like with the music industry, you have to be a people person. People gotta fuck with you. They gotta interact with you and, and be yep. able to really vibe with you, the person, you know what I'm saying, before they can really get down with, with even the music. So exactly. And it doesn't just take a team, it takes a big team. Like I am not even known yet. Like right. you know what I mean? And I already have an engineer. I had mm-hmm. 
uh, two two producers that work together. I have a head photographer. I have a manager. I have a curator who helps me curate the ideas. I have my makeup team. I have a style a person who helps me with styling everyone yeah. on my set and everything. You know, I have someone else who I li- I have like two or three people that I li- literally sits in the studio with me and 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 able to say mm, change that line or uh this is a go this is not you know what I mean have those people, have people who just come, you know, come in and play instruments or whatever the case. I got 10, I got a 10 person team, you know, yeah. at the minimum, not even including my girls who come out in background dance or do whatever. And I'm not even known yet. So it's like, right. You can't do it without a team. Cause well, like anybody. you said, yeah. don't have eight arms. Everybody no, has you a- don't. Oh, um, hey, go ahead. Alfred. What's your process in creating? Because you, I've come, you've come with such a, a background. Where's, where's the, the process start from? I am still molding that process. It changes. It's moments I go in and I'm able to, um, something comes to me, I'm able to write it and keep building on that and get something done in no time. It's other times when I walk in and I might be a little tipsy or just feeling a little free and we freestyle the whole joint. It, and then it's another time where I go in and I can't come up with shit. Like, it's gotta be the worst. You know, yeah. so so to say, my process is it changes depending on where I am, honestly, in life. When during finals time, send me that beat over so I can listen to it and already get an idea of what I want to do before I go in that studio. But you know, on the times where I feel when my schedule is more light, I'm like, let's go in there and just see what comes natural because the things that you can produce and just natural. It, it doesn't compare to some things that you. Just something that's premeditated. Yeah. Yes. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. So uh, um, also, something that I noticed uh, in your in your bio is that uh, you know I think you wrote uh, "Get Inspired by My Story," and I mean I guess what I guess how are you? I'm trying to figure out the best way to ask this question, but like. How, who are you trying to inspire? Like, who is it? Is it everybody? Is it, is it other, you know, female artists or, or rappers or who, who is that message, I guess, guided towards? Oh, wow. Okay. So I actually do this segment on my story called Cam's Carrots, right? And so Cam's Carrots is supposed to be, you know, they say carrots help with your eyes. So I say that this is my way of trying to perfect your perspective on things, you know, give you a different perspective way of looking at things. Like so it. it's Cam's Carrots. And every morning, you know, before I would go to work, I would just do a little, you know, snippet of encouraging someone. So I'm still figuring out exactly who my audience is, but mm-hmm. because I'm talking to a lot of people, I'm, I'm talking to you know, other artists, period. Not just female rappers, but I'm talking to other artists who are trying to make it and on their way to, you know, trying to chase the dream. I'm talking to single moms out there because, you know, I, I do parent my son and that I know that struggle. I am still talking to little kids because I'm also a teacher. I'm a theater and media arts teacher in the Baltimore public school system. So, you know, when my, my, my old kids follow me, you know what I mean? I'm talking to them too. Push, push, push. So, talking to everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. I just like the the you know the fact that you have that in your bio. Just like yo, get inspired by by my story and the things that I'm doing. So I think that's important to just kind of try to foster, uh, a, I guess, a place where anybody 
can, you know, find a way to grow. So, I mean, big ups to you for, for putting that together and, and continuing to do that. And I'm actually gonna have to tap in myself because you know what? Who doesn't need a carrot every now and again? You Who know? doesn't so. need a carrot? <laughs> All right. But um, to, to switch gears just a little bit, um, earlier we went through our list of, uh, you know, these, these female rappers, you know, in the modern age that, you know, that we really, we think are, I guess, the best or who are really doing it big right now. Um, and we, you know, kind of came to kind of an agreement that Doja Cat is somebody who is extremely talented and super dope. And I mean, I'm sure that, you know, if you're someone uh, who is on social media, as long as you don't live under a rock and you got a phone, uh, you could probably see uh, some of the things that have unfolded over the last week uh, where, you know, there's been um, posts kind of indicating that Doja Cat has uh, incited some hateful language uh, against people uh, of color, um, even though she is partially a person of color. Um, I don't know. If that... Right, exactly. So uh, do you feel like this is something that's going to affect her career in an extremely negative way because she, she, like you said, she, I feel like Doja Cat's been grinding for a while actually. And, you know, she got on with the Moo song, which is kind of like a, a play around joke, but like now she's really making the music that I think she actually truly wants to make. And I think her career is going to backslide. Uh, do you feel the same way? Do you feel like she's going to backslide or do you feel like she'll come out of this stronger? No, I think she'll come out stronger. Honestly. Um, mm. the, the people who love Doja Cat are bigger than the black cult, the black community. Like mm-hmm. her fan base is actually across a lot of different cultures and, and, and races. So she's, I don't think she's going to be affected by this one comment, especially because she's also a woman of color. So you got to catch me up though a little bit because I seen part of the post on the shade room. And I was like, wait, what did she say? Like, so I didn't, I didn't like, read all the, all the, like the deeply into the post. I'll, I'll be completely honest, but from, from like the things that I saw, it was okay. She, she pretty much used to, you know, go into, you know, some chat rooms that, you know, are kind of a uh, racist chat room. It was pretty much speaking ill of, you know, people of color, black people. Um, and she kind of, mm-hmm. they also kind of, I guess made a statement saying that uh, she is happier with her, I guess, white side of herself as opposed to her black side. Um, she also has a white boyfriend. That doesn't really matter. You can love who you want to love, but I'm just throwing that in there to add a little spice. But yeah, it's just, there's all these different things that people are kind of pointing to. And it's just like, wow, like we were fucking with you, Doja Cat. Like, especially like, cause hip hop supposed to be, Oh, it looks like we lost. Oh, she's back. There we go. Okay. So hip hop is supposed to be the, um, you know, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be for us, you know what I mean? But of course now it's, it's gotten a little bit more commercial, but I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are like hip hop fans might feel a way about this, or this may be another moment where we get outraged for a little bit. Then it's just kind of like, ah, she made another fire song. And then I think back it's to definitely with one guys. of those moments where people are outraged about something. Cause just like you said, I don't really know the whole story, but I know that there was a whole bunch of backlash and we're going to cancel Doja. And then like a few hours later, apologizing to Doja was trending on Twitter and stuff like that. So, like, I think she's gotten to the really? point in her career where publicity is publicity and it's only going to help her career. Not saying, like, this moment is going to help her career, but more people right. are going to look and be like, Doja, ain't that the chick that... Oh, this y'all slap. Right. It all depends on how she's responding to it. It doesn't even matter if she actually said it or not. If she's responding and saying, that's not me, that's not how I feel, I'm not racist, I love my people, it's not going to affect her that way. But I do believe if she starts taking a stand on some shit to be like, 
Like now, fuck with black people. Then that that made train GBs. Hey, man, now is your stand. Back up. I mean, I guess my my only thing is with a lot of these issues that come up, whenever somebody gets exposed for doing something, it's like, okay, people people say sorry. You know what I mean? But it's like your hand was forced to apologize almost. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I, a lot of the time, I don't feel like those apologies are, are genuine. It's because you got caught. Now, if somebody were to be like, hey, guys, I've been doing this thing secretly, and I wanted everybody to know this because I didn't want people to think I was a fake person or this, you know, that this is who I am because it's not who I am. I realized the error and how I was. So I'm exposing this to all of you guys. I hope you guys can, you know, find it in, in whoever you are to accept me or to accept my apology, you know, that I'm sending out. But it's always after something happens, you make that apology. So is anybody ever really sorry? And then, then that's kind of how I feel out of the time. No, apology, the apology isn't going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. Cut it. Okay. If she's saying like, see, I thought it was something way smaller. I thought it was like she said the N word and people were like, she can't say that. Like, I thought it was something small like that. But if she was on a racial, uh, a she's racist chat, chat yeah. room, mm-hmm. that takes it to another level. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, 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 again, like, even if it was something she was doing when she was younger, you know what I mean? And we, you know, we happen to go back and we, and we peek at it. I mean, I'm not saying everybody has to expose every part of themselves, you know, in their lives, but it's like, it's like having a secret, right? But if I tell everybody the secret, who can expose my secret? Nobody, because right. I already told everybody. Exactly. But nobody does that because it's like, oh, I guess it's, it's, it's weird or it's like, you got to deal with the backlash. Either way, if people find out, you deal with the backlash. So it's like, yep. you might as well go ahead and tell everybody what the fuck it is, you know, before somebody can come around you behind your back and be like, hey, look what I found out about so-and-so or exactly. oh, so-and-so eats ass. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, don't, you don't want that to be the case, but it's really hard to be that transparent and 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 that open. But I mean, I feel like once you're an artist, you know, you, you're better off doing that and letting people know those things so that there's no there's no curtain to pull on you and people could be like, oh, hey, you know. Right. So does, does Absolutely. Eminem showed us best in 8 Mile. I think that, you know... I no, just felt true. that's always been an epic moment, I feel like. And like be historical, uh, not historical, because it's not that old, but nah, eight, mile, you know, eight, miles, eight miles a historic movie, low key. Exactly, eight miles a historic movie. You know what it I mean? Is, is. That's the legendary movie right there. And I just feel like that was a pivotal part of it. It was such a pivotal part that always stuck with me. You yeah. know what I mean? Talk about if you talk about yourself, nobody else can. You know what I mean? So I think you you want to something with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like I said, it, it's it, it ain't easy, man. Because don't nobody want to come out and expose the deep parts of their soul if they don't need to, uh, unless they exactly. have until they get to the point of where they have to explain themselves. So, like, I mean, it, it, it's tough, but uh, I feel like in the long run, man, it, it it'll benefit most people. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like that's a message for everybody listening to the podcast, man. Go go with honesty uh, for the most part. If you know, if you have the option to to be honest uh, uh, when when presented with it, so. Right, uh, be honest course, because you're lying to the white the man. Then in that case, lie it up. Keep on lying. <laughs> <laughs> right, because the thing is this: your audience is your audience. So if I'm real about who I am, I'm the people who fuck with me gonna fuck with me regardless. Regardless, but right. if I'm trying to appease to this opposing audience that's, that's not really messing with me in the first place, they're the only ones who want to pull a curtain anyway. You know, so always it's best to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, Cam, I feel like, like we said, we have been waiting for this interview, man. You killed it with the top five. You know, you went, you went in more detail than than most people do. Um, you you 
had a great story of how you got into music. The energy. Um, the you energy. got great energy. You know, you shared your story about, you know, with the, with the issues with the videographer and how you're such a well-rounded person. I mean, is there anything that you want to leave the people with, um, you know, before we wrap up this podcast episode? You want to shout anybody out? Uh, friends from third grade? You know, who, you know, this is you right Keisha. now. Go for it. Keisha. <laughs> Nicole, say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm really happy that we were finally able to do this interview. Um, definitely just want to shout out the whole Max management team and the whole Cam London team, period. Kanal Brooks, love you much. Um, with that being said, everybody, please just follow the movement. Follow me on Instagram. That's Cam underscore London underscore EP's coming soon. Maintenance required. Please support the culture. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yes, indeed. Thank you. That was beautiful, Cam. And um, Alistair, is anything that you want to leave the people with? Maybe your stairs to greatness. I gotcha. Um, this week's stairs to greatness, going off what happened in this episode uh, in Cam's story, know what you bring to the table and don't be afraid to eat alone. Remember that. Uh, you can follow Whoa. me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I had to drop it on real quick. Uh, you can follow oh, me on Twitter nice. and Instagram, Dr. Underscore Do Work, Dr. Underscore Do Work. Make sure you follow our podcast page, A and B period podcast, A and B period podcast. Look us up on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. We're all over the place. We're happy to be bringing this content for y'all during these tough times to make it a little easier and make it feel a little bit normal. Um, I really got to say big shout out to everyone who's fucking with us. All the, I'm, I'm not going to call y'all randoms. All the people that I don't know that hit me up on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter be like, yo, the podcast, thumbs up. I'll be gassed. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be gassed as hell. Yeah, man. It's but, it's nice to be it's nice for people to, you know, to to reach out and, and appreciate something that you're doing. So I mean big ups there, big up, big ups to everybody supporting. Uh, I don't got no no bars like Alistair just dropped or or anything like that. Uh, I just want to say thank y'all, you know, everybody for listening to the podcast. Um, something Cam that you may not know that we're really big on doing is pushing local artists. Um, and so I wanted to ask you actually. Uh, did you have a song of yours that you wanted to hear played at the end of the podcast? Uh, All right, so guys, so today you guys are everybody. going to be hearing GTA, Grand Theft Auto, by me, your own truly, Cam London, feature Cabana, great artist as well. I think you guys are going to fuck with it a lot. That'll be the first time that someone's hearing a song off the project. So hope hey, you like it. Hey, it's hey man. It's the AMB Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Peace. We out. Look, yeah. Yeah. I'm on the go. I'm on the mission. Yeah, I am the chosen one. I got the vision. I remember my mama told me when, when we was up in the kitchen. I jump in the car, hit the ignition. You better listen. I am the teacher and this is your lesson Shit up and down me, I know I'm not stressing Yeah, nothing is easy, but less of the blessing Yeah, yeah To see in my name, kind of shit like a crescent A star on the moon, my boots tall like a western I know I'ma make it, I'm chosen, I'm destined Yeah, yeah Tell them I'm hearing this war Whoa This is why I am in my core mm. I was made for the battle like Thor Okay I'm an eagle in the sky, I soar mm. All of these people beneath me
me. Should be happy that I let him reach me. I used to be cordial and kind. Low key, a low life had to teach me. I see with my eyes when I look alive. I did not care, see, I carried the vibe. For you, it's a run. For me, it's a stride. I'm chasing this dream to the moment I die. You cannot rush me, I'm taking my time. Light on my plate and a lot on my mind. You study thinking I'm backing behind. Hold to my plan, the way to cut the line. You chase a dime. I'm plotting the melee, the gain of the sources to make me a trilly. If you call me dummy, I'm thinking you silly. I'm making my mug and I'm leaving the city. I'm done with the hate, done with the crime, done with the waste and the money and time. Hope we get better before it's too late. Don't go with the flow, I'm controlling my fate. I'm on the go, I'm on the mission. Yeah, I am the chosen one. I got the vision. I remember my mama told me when, when we was up in the kitchen. I jump in the car, get the ignition. Hop in the bins and I do the dance. For this money, you know I'm gonna get it back. You came from the bottom when niggas ain't have a dollar. Now we young nigga popping tags. Left hand got the wrist, right hand got the hundreds and rubber bands. She call me baby like stunning man. For PF like I'm baby and gunner man. I like money conversations. I'm on a mission. TTG, I'm trying to get it. Shoes tied, I ain't tripping. Mama told me I don't listen. 2020 with the vision. Crew world, crew intentions. Everybody play the victim. Fuck it, I'm back on my shit. I got the power like fit. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my eyes, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas trying to take my life away.